Welcome to a healthy bite. You're one nibble closer to a more satisfying way of life, a healthier you, and bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Now let's dig in on the dish with Rebecca Huff. Today, I wanted to approach a really important question that I get quite frequently, and that is, is it healthy for couples to sleep in separate beds? And I feel like I get this quite frequently. It pops up in my inbox consistently. And I think that is because a while back, I recorded a podcast episode about living apart together while married. And I also write a lot of articles about sleep, getting good quality sleep, practicing sleep hygiene and that sort of thing. But I wanted to address this idea that couples can sleep in separate bedrooms and have a wonderful, loving relationship, whether they live in separate apartments or they live in the same house and sleep in different beds. There are many reasons why couples may choose this path, and I just wanted to address a few of those reasons and kind of the logistics of how things work, how many married couples actually do sleep in separate beds, and so on. So the first thing I wanted to address is some of the reasons why people may choose to sleep in separate bedrooms. And several of these reasons apply to my own relationship with my spouse. One of the things that I think is more widely accepted is that sometimes mom ends up sleeping with the kids. Another reason is that they may work in opposite shifts. So for example, when my husband and I first began sleeping in separate bedrooms, he was working a second shift job. And our young daughter started sleeping with me. When he was gone, she would be in the room with me. We would maybe be reading a book or watching something on TV, and she would fall asleep in my room with me, and that became a habit. So sometimes that happens that kids want to sleep with mom, and, you know, dad's being a peacemaker, and mom and dad end up sleeping in separate bedrooms. I think this is pretty common, and I feel like a lot of families kind of go through this phase sometimes, and then after the children start to grow up, it becomes less of a thing and then either the parents start sleeping in the same bedroom again or they continue to have separate bedrooms and their child then goes back to sleep in their own room. And that's one common common reason why parents may be sleeping in separate rooms. There are other reasons though that maybe aren't so common and I think from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing from the questions in my inbox is that a lot of people feel, one, a little bit guilty that they sleep in separate rooms and they feel like if other people knew that it would cause some type of negative, you know, it's a stigma if you're sleeping in a separate room from your spouse. So a lot of times there are medical reasons why it's hard to sleep in the same bed. There can be medical challenges like restless leg syndrome, or you can have one person who has sleep problems. Maybe they have insomnia, or one person in the couple snores, they have sleep apnea or maybe even uses a CPAP machine. And I think in this case, it's more understandable because if you're sleeping with someone who is making a sound that keeps you awake, then, you know, it's a little bit more understandable, although I still 
feel like people are scared of what people might think of them if they knew that they sleep in separate rooms. Other reasons why couples may choose to sleep separately is that one person might be a light sleeper, or perhaps one person is an early bird and the other is a night owl, or they have different comfort preferences. Maybe one person prefers a soft mattress and the other needs a firm mattress. Another reason may be temperature differences where one person feels cool at night and the other person feels like they're too hot and they can't get the room temperature just right or they have too many or not enough covers. Sometimes this can be kind of a a sticky situation where, you know, you're throwing the covers off and, and he's throwing them back on you or whatever. And it turns into a bit of a struggle to get that right temperature for both people. And I have a solution for that. So make sure to keep listening and we'll get into some of the solutions more on in the, in this episode. Another thing that I feel like happens a lot of times is that, you know, one person wants to stay up watching TV or scrolling through something on their smartphone or reading a book on their Kindle and the light disturbs their partner. So I've heard that one a lot as well. But there are plenty of reasons why a couple may choose to sleep in separate rooms that have nothing to do with the relationship itself, but just because it's hard to sleep with someone else. Making sounds or having movement or just temperature differences, there's just so many factors that can come into play when it comes to getting a good night's sleep or not getting a good night's sleep. And we all know that there's a huge negative impact when it comes to sleep deprivation. It's associated with early aging, weight gain, lower endurance levels, and we all know how much it causes fatigue. If you miss out on sleep consistently, you can feel completely exhausted. You may end up with anxiety, stress, depression, and all of this begins to actually test the strength of your relationship because if you're chronically tired, you're exhausted all the time, then you're definitely going to feel a little grumpy. One survey I read said that over a third of married couples say they would rather get a good night's sleep than to continue sleeping with their partner. And I know that this sounds super harsh. I know people feel like it's super harsh to sleep in a separate bedroom from your spouse. But when you consider the fact that even sleep experts say that a lack of sleep will lead to poor mental and physical health, why wouldn't you want to do everything you can to get a good night's sleep? Improving sleep quality by sleeping alone, if that's what it takes, can only be good for your marriage. People ask me quite frequently, is it normal to sleep in separate beds? But I don't think that this is the question you should be focused on. It's not whether or not it's normal to sleep in a separate bedroom, but whether or not it's healthy for you and your relationship and can you actually make that work. In one study, a whopping 59% of couples who started sleeping separately said that they had a huge improvement in their sleep quality. I believe that more people are choosing to get quality sleep over sharing a bed when they are experiencing these sleep disturbances and it is healthy for them. So 
people who get better sleep have a better outlook on things. They feel better and they're likely to have a better relationship. Whereas people who aren't getting enough sleep because their partner is keeping them awake all night tend to feel a little bit more irritable. And I personally believe that that is harder on a relationship because that person who is not getting sleep due to their partner might begin to start feeling resentment and having other negative emotions that will negatively impact the relationship. So bottom line, is sleeping in separate beds bad? I think this might sound a little blunt, but wouldn't it be better to sleep separately than to resent the person keeping you up all night? Sleeping in the same bed does not guarantee that you're going to have a fantastic relationship. Just like sleeping in separate beds doesn't mean that you're going to have a horrible relationship. If you sleep better, you'll feel rested, you'll wake up feeling happier, and then you might want to spend time together not sleeping with your partner. So I feel like a well-rested and happy person is much more likely to want to spend time together than someone who only got three or four hours of sleep because their partner kept them awake all night. So if you or your spouse want to sleep separately, it's important to talk about that. And if it's a point of contention between the two of you, why not see a marriage counselor or a therapist who can help you both talk through it about how important your relationship is and how you can set up a routine that includes time together doing something that you both enjoy that can make up for that time that you would have been sleeping in the same bed. For example, you could get up and have coffee together every morning or make it a point that you have breakfast together. Or you could make it part of your routine to take a long walk at the end of the day before one of you retires to bed. Or you could find other ways to spend quality time together. So if your spouse is a night owl and you're an early bird, you might be able to relate to our situation. My husband works late. He also sometimes snores. I am a very light sleeper. I am easily awakened at night and I have a hard time falling back asleep once I am awakened. So if something happens, even if our dog barks or something like that, and I wake up, then it's kind of hard for me to fall back asleep. So I try to avoid that at all costs. I also like to sleep with white noise. So I have an air purifier in my bedroom that makes a nice white noise sound that helps kind of drown out other sounds and helps me to sleep. Whereas my husband prefers not to have any sound at all. Like he doesn't He doesn't like the sound of white noise. To him, it's too noisy. So he prefers more just complete quiet and silence while he's sleeping. I like to get up at four or five o'clock in the morning and I do things on my own in the morning. It's kind of my quiet time, my alone time, and he needs to sleep as long as he can in the morning because he is up late at work. And so that is our personal situation. And for us, it works out better to sleep separately. It has improved my sleep quality since we started sleeping separately. And that doesn't mean that we don't go to each other's rooms to visit 
and communicate our needs to one another. And I feel like as a couple, this is something that you would already be doing is communicating your needs to your significant other and making sure that everyone is having their needs met. So when one person is opposed to sleeping in separate beds, might be time to seek help from a professional, a marriage counselor, emotional focus therapy, or something like that could do wonders in this situation to help both people feel comfortable with the idea of sleeping in separate beds. Or another way to go at it is if it is a problem, like in the case of sleep apnea or snoring, to try to solve that problem so that both people are able to sleep well at night. So what are some of the other solutions besides sleeping in separate beds? One of the solutions that I have suggested to people who write in to me, if your partner is tossing and turning all night and they're pulling off the covers or waking you up with the movement that you could consider a bigger bed, perhaps a California king, and to go with uh, a bed that has less movement. For example, memory foam beds don't uh, transfer movement as much as beds with coils and springs inside. So that would be one possible solution. Having two separate blankets is another idea for those who have that situation with the covers or with movement. If your partner snores and you want to continue sleeping in the same bed, but you also want to get enough sleep, you could consider earplugs or like I do with the white noise. And another alternative would obviously be to see a sleep specialist or a doctor to try to alleviate the snoring uh, issue. So that is another solution that couples might seek. Now, in the case where there's a temperature difference, I feel like it's a super easy solution. We have hydroponic mattress pads on our beds, and I originally got this because of having hot flashes at night. So I was able to turn the temperature down on my mattress pad down to about 55 degrees, which is much, much cooler than the room I was in because we typically tend to keep the air temperature around 72 or 73 degrees, I was able to cool my bed down to about 55 degrees. If your spouse would rather sleep on a heating pad, then this hydroponic mattress pad can actually be turned up to about 115 without the problems of an electric blanket. The EMFs aren't there. It's uh, completely different because the mattress pad has tubes running through the quilted material with water that is either cooled or heated and then you just have like a little cube next to your bed that you can control the temperature and then each of you have your separate mattress pads and set them at your separate temperatures. So I feel like the preferring different temperatures in bed is probably one of the easiest problems to solve. Just get each of you a hydroponic mattress pad, slap it on your mattress and sleep happily and comfortably together. And when it comes to opposite work schedules or kids wanting to sleep with parents and that sort of things, all of those things can kind of be worked out with a bit of imagination or 
just keeping in mind that this is a temporary thing. Your children are going to grow up and they're not going to want you to read stories to them forever. So that in that case, it's just a matter of doing what's best for everyone at that time and looking forward to the future when things calm down a little bit. But I think the overall idea is that it can be healthy for couples to sleep in separate beds if everyone is able to talk about their needs and communicate those needs to each other and work towards a common goal of everyone getting enough quality sleep and also the relationship needs are also being met. Sleep is so essential to our wellness that you you don't want to skimp on sleep. You want to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to take on the world. It's normal for couples to want to get good sleep. So if you need to function well the next day, which I feel like most of us really do, and you really want to get a good night's sleep, then you just do what you have to do. If you're concerned about having a good marriage and you know the toll that it might take if you sleep separately, make a plan to work on all of the other aspects of your marriage while fully rested. Hopefully, this has made you feel a little more comfortable with the idea of making sleep a priority while still maintaining a healthy and loving relationship with your spouse. If you're struggling with sleep, you can always download my guide. It is called, Why Am I So Sleepy? So grab yours. You can download that for free on my website. And if you'd like to discuss sleep challenges or more of the logistics about sleeping in separate bedrooms, join the Healthologist community. We have an open forum there where we talk about all different types of subjects and sleep is one of my favorite subjects. So I would love for you to join us in the Healthologist community so we can chat more about sleeping and relationships. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, please consider leaving a review. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, sleep well. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review so other people can learn about this podcast. Find out more about sleep, hygiene, eating healthy, tasty recipes, zero waste lifestyle, and lots more on thatorganicmom.com. Help us spread the word. Be blessed and stay healthy.